man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street That leads into the corpus bay Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right. Good morning, regulators. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, and 102.7 FM ESPN in Austin, Texas, or as a live recorded podcast, 24-7-365 on all your favorite podcast platforms. And at theoutdoorzone.com, my name is TJ Graney, outdoor writer and uh, radio jockey. <laughs> and in radio the jockey. <laughs> he rides a little. In the bunkhouse with me now, out here in this old cold wooden shed out back is Cody Ryan. Good morning. And I want to give a shout out to Kansas City. Kansas City, our top listening town from last week shout out to kansas city oh i thought you were gonna <laughs> say <right>. about, <laughs> about the nfl playoff last night that's what i thought you were gonna say no All was right. there a playoff with kansas oh, city yes in, in kansas city and they yeah oh. it was like minus six well they must have got bored with it and listened to the outdoor zone instead <laughs> we like Golly, that must be like, what happened beefsteak is in a house oh yeah Boom. that's right and who's our who's that ranch in that's in this week working on the We got Isaac coming in here. Man. Isaac, Isaac's the ranch in the guy. Isaac here needs a nickname is the problem. And I I'm not sure if he's into fast cars, but I feel like he's like a sports car guy. Uh, Does he like uh, sports more cars? Of a, more of an F one, I think, kind of guy. Yeah, I, I can just feel that. Hey, like I don't isn't know that, if you isn't that amazing how I have that the F one. Isaac <laughs> is our F one. Well they so there F1, is an F1, F1 is hybrid is a type of bass that they're stocking. <laughs> one of the biggest, fastest growing fish out there. So we could call F1 it. F1 hybrids, the ranch hand that gets here early. <laughs> Make sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove got tongue, fired man. up this morning. And, oh, man, we needed it this morning. It's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not cold for this kind of weather here in Texas is not cold for people up north. But it's cold for people here. It don't need to be here. 
That's what, be here for a little while and then go home. It's kind of like a good, you know, aunt or uncle or something. Yeah. Lots of fun. Just stick around for a little while and then go home. Well, it is. I, I tell people that all the time that we're just not, we're not prepared like they are up north. And so we just don't have this kind of weather. So it's not fair to hold it against us when we complain about well, weather in the teens. You know, I they're talking about. I thought about this. They're wanting to beat out here right now. So what happens is the people, instead of being prepared, they they put a panic in your in your mind. Everybody talks about you're going to die. You need to go, and everybody's stocking up on stuff. Just talk about preparedness. You know, just all right. This is what we need to do because. Here's where we need to be. So prepared. Get plenty of ammo stocked up. <laughs> That's right. Go to go to McBride's and get some. Uh, get Buy some all ammo. the ammo you can. Speaking of McBride's, Mc, this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at McBride's. The with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shop. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns, Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride says a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify those firearms. Looking for a personal carry? Yep, they can help you with that. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? McBride's is the place where you can go to get the help you need. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or just go online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown Gun shop. Speaking about hometown gun shop, I am actually not in the bunkhouse. I am at the Dallas Safari Clubs. Uh, it smells 20, so much better in here. It does, it? 2024. It not so poofy. Oh. 2024 <laughs> convention. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, so there is a, there's a ton of young guys here, and they all look like, Either Don Jr. or Hunter Biden. I mean, they all have that <laughs> like short beard and you the, know the hair that kind is, of a cool yeah. swag, you know, the and crack and, pipe. And, and, oh my god! And, <laughs> no, 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 wow, that's funny. Uh, but they, but there's Biden? what is up with this cooey, cooey camo. Okay, you, I, yeah, yeah. You, the light, the light camo, the really lightweight, I'm telling super you, lightweight camo. Yeah. Everybody here is wearing that stuff. It's, it's and the new polo. Come on, man. It's like you know? $500 for a t shirt, $550 if you want a pocket on it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. It's not that expensive, but, and I know, I know. I mean, it I've is talked expensive. to some guys. It is, it's expensive, but, Apparently, the technology has moved away from my green 1970 Cortex. camo. Yes, with canvas, coveralls. with canvas, waxed canvas waxed. that you have to wax. <laughs> it weighs 47 pounds per like, square inch. It's like I'm walking around with a sleeping bag, like I'm tucked into a sleeping bag <laughs> while I'm walking around. I like that. And you get I'm not that hiking little... up mountains. You get that whooshing sound, right? As you, I will tell you that that is not the way to go. You know that uh, I've been a big fan of this inexpensive. Uh, TJ, you taught me about the poofy jacket thing. You know, uh huh. Oh no, did you? That really? was Mrs. Grainy. The that was down? Sandra. That 
Okay. Found Dude, it's it's like jacket. you can walk out into the Arctic and if you have that jacket on, it doesn't you don't like doesn't even phase you. Ah, uh, well. And uh, uh I mean, they're just warm. It, there's no if the technology or there, whatever it is, because you can yeah. you can crunch it up and stick it in your pocket almost. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it and really pull is, it out and that have, technology is yeah, it's crazy. Just takes the wind yeah. off. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I, do not though wear oh. it when you're bow hunting under your coveralls that I wear. Uh, Too hot because every deer in the forest will hear you (laughs) it i had i was the last time you were hunting deer in the forest yeah really (laughs) i don't know how else to say it every (laughs) is that what you would say though it sounds like a tale you know and and then he followed a uh uh, you know a thing of bread crumbs and he went and some witch got him and put him in it (laughs) anyway he got lost in the woods until he found the bread crumbs the morning I wore that poofy jacket under my camo overalls, I was so sore that afternoon because when I realized how much noise and and the deer I saw would react if I moved at all with that darn poofy jacket, that I had to be so still, you know, not to ruin my spot or whatever. And uh, and so I was sore after that hunt from like having to stay in completely frozen not, for hours on end. your uh restless leg syndrome man. wiggly feet <laughs> leg oh man add it was burns out up of more control. engine more energy than yeah and that is just steam a... coming off my brain well, you you didn't complain about that jacket when you were going 84 miles an hour across the lake and no 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 i'm just saying there's there's better there's better options for the bow hunting scenario than the poofy jacket i know i just told you what it was that's such that's such first world problems oh my god it's an eight thousand dollar t-shirt from cooey tj i wanted to give a (laughs) shot i wanted to give a shout out to your boys out there in uh smithville and bastrop your koz group kids out smithville texas oh lord headquarters of the world-renowned kids outdoor zone that's right they brought it yesterday 25 you by 25 <laughs> 25 I kids I went through my hunter's ed class and we did a we did a speed class and it was awesome i don't mean by speed i just went we went fast right and yeah. uh and it was it was awesome and i wanted to tell cody that one of the most fun things that we did is there was a guy in there from east texas in the back and um Man, had he ever listened to the show? <laughs> I know that well, he, that's why he's he was not there. in the county that has radio. That, you know, they can actually get the radio station. And uh, I tell you, he was it was so much fun to include that in every every little joke about what not to do and limits and bag limits and oh my gosh. <laughs> And all the things destroyed him. (laughs) It was so much fun. Pretty soon. There goes our East Texas contingency of. I literally got a warning from my buddy from East Texas that said one more time. I swear. I I swear. If you you do it one more time. (laughs) So I'm not listening anymore. It got to a point yeah. where the kids were, you know, like a, good, thanks, Chris. like a good comedy thanks, Chris. show where have, the, where the people finish time, the maybe. sentence, they finish the thought 
And so they were the ones after a while. I'm like, yeah, and the bag limit, except for in East Texas, all the kids would say something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I have Uh. them, you know, read some of the slides, and I usually have them do it in an accent. You know, I'm like, your best East Texas accent. And they stand up and read the slide. And it's like, hi, what you doing? <laughs> and they yeah, have Holly. a good, they have the a bad good part is I think I'm considered to live in East Texas now where I am. So uh, no, 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 no. That's East Texas, man. East. I am. It's I'm East of 35. I know, but you're not East Texas. I wish I was. I know what. Well, yeah. I, I remember when you were getting married and you and and my incredible daughter-in-law were looking for like we were looking guests, at houses at for houses sale. in East Texas, and you were going to get a job at a at a marina, and she was going to work at a, a gas station or what? You didn't even care. Y'all were just going to we go over there. Yeah. No. Can you? And see she was going to knit stuffed animals at, while working at the. And Can you see Cody at a marina? Gain a smoking habit. Can you believe <laughs> start, Cody would start be at smoking a... Salem lights? <laughs> Cody would be at a marina, and he that would be like the bait. Be, you don't want that. No, you aren't. You aren't gonna have. No, I'm not gonna sell you that. That's no good. I could just hear him at that. At no, he'd take the baits that were like have been there the longest and say, Hey, you know, these are really hot right now. These are <laughs> I like, just found these in the We back. call them the F1 and hybrid. I only got, I only got a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's the F, hey. hi, F1 hybrid strain. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's right. What these are. Hey, let's talk about fishing on the flip side. Let's take a break. You are listening to the outdoor zone. TJ live from Dallas Safari club in Whoop. Dallas, Texas. The last show there in Dallas. I hear we'll talk about that. Plus, all your favorite segments. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Buckhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365 at the This is T. Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue. All right, welcome back, Regulators. We're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, and uh, you can track us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All your favorite podcast platforms are right there. You can link on, you can track Beefsteak, Cody Ryan, and myself there too on some of our social media. So jump on over there and check it out. Hey, get a fast start without the fast talk to the new year during the something new sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price than put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. And there is really some big news in 2024. The 2024 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cabs with total savings of over 14000 That's a price lower than our com- competition. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free 
That's right. Free lifetime powertrain protection protection plan for as long as you own it. You have Niles personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at dot com. So there's kind of a weird point in bass fishing. Uh, obviously, I talk a lot of fishing this time of year bass fishing and and uh it's going on it's starting the season is starting uh what i i, I kind of like uh seeing when these i, I just kind of bring it back to the old school days as much live action as you can find on bass fishing during the tournaments you can find hours and hours of live coverage from bass tournaments during the during the actual event as it's happening right for me, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I I love when they a lot of these series, uh, the Bassmaster Elite series being one of them that I love uh, to watch the most, will turn it into a you know a, a one hour show, basically a TV show, the 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 entire tournament into a TV show. So as much as 30 hours of live coverage during the event is neat. You know, it's hard to kind of watch and focus. I love when they, maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's, you know, from my childhood of watching the tournament recaps, it would happen months later, years later, things like that, uh, that I love watching the old, the old tournament shows and how they won. And, you know, you get the, it's, it's basically like a highlight clip from, 30 hours of live coverage that they have now. And uh, anyway, they just uploaded. I noticed the Bassmaster Elite Series online uploaded the uh, Elite Series tournament from Lake Okeechobee last year, which uh, I'll be watching at some point. <laughs> Shocking. Even so, though I know exactly what happened and everything. And you watched the original 30 hours. Yeah, watch the, watch the 30 hours. But it's just something about you know, how they break it down and then they, the, the talk over it, you know, they kind of, it's just kind of a cliff notes version, you know, uh, it's, it's like the mossy. Oaks. It's like making a movie out of a book, I guess. Wow. That's that makes deep. sense. That is deep. It's like watching yeah. the, I like, uh, a lot of the, like mossy Oak will do, um, end of the year recap of all their bow hunts. And they just have a, like a one minute whack. There's a deer mm-hmm. shot. Next minute whack. There's another deer whack. There's another deer. It's like, oh man, it was funny too. Cause I was walking through the Dallas Safari club and they have a ginormous screen. For those that don't know, Dallas Safari club convention is going on right now. TJ's there and it is a giant monstrosity. Unlike yes. any other show. Might as well be an Outdoor NRA show. conference. The only something. the only other one that that folks compare it to is the the SCI show in Nashville. It's the only thing that's as close. They used a lot to be of, in Vegas, I thought. Right. Um, well, I think it moves around. Yeah, maybe it was in Vegas. It yeah. moves around a little bit. Arena. Um, but the they have this ginormous TV. I mean, it or screen. 
and uh, and it's right when you walk in and register and go into the into the event. And they have some really good hunts on there. And they had a lion hunt yesterday. And you're walking along, and it and it, the guys lining up to shoot the lion or whatever. And it's just, and you can't go anywhere. You have to stop until the guy shoots it. And you know he's going to shoot it. And you know it. You know what's going to happen, but you don't care. You have to stop, and you must watch. Well, yeah. and it's it's amazing too with as much censorship you know, that goes out and, you know, there's certain programs that maybe won't show the kill shot or the recovery or anything. It's so freeing when you're an outdoorsman and you understand the process, I'm sure to be around like-minded people that understand the process and thousands and thousands of them. And so you can show a giant screen of a, of a hunt, you know, that is, uh, is like that and it's unfiltered. Yeah, you you walk into an Experience. auditorium <clears throat> the size of a football field or five football fields full of mounts and hunting opportunities and fishing opportunities and guns and silencers. See, that's what and, people want. It's just like America, what they really want, right? But what you see is different. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of people here that were here for the first time. Saturday, yesterday was more of a uh, family, families show up, lots of kids running around Thursday and Friday is mostly serious people coming to buy their hunts for the, for the year, for next year, and kind of do some travel planning and stuff with the outfitters here. And then yesterday seemed to be just a big family day, tons of people running around. Um, but they, I'm, I'm still drawn Cody to the idea of the Amazon peacock bass adventure. I mean, I watched, they got big screen TV at their, at a couple of those guys booths. Holy rockamole. I went, I went to a urologist and he had one of those peacock bass hanging behind his desk. And I, I, I made the mistake of asking him about it. And for the next 30 minutes, a urologist with a, a urologist with a peacock. Yeah. Bass. (laughs) He's the one, our friend, Jimmy Gregory. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, you're and, putting the two together. A peacock bass urologist. Uh, That's clever. What a guy. I like him already. Well, he, he the people that was do his name that, Richard. They do. <laughs> yeah, I just said, hey, Dick, will you tell me about uh, about that peacock bass? That's well, was there. he in the 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 question was was he in the middle of the examination when you asked the question? Hey, what's that hanging on your wall? Because this and is the awkward. exam went on and on. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about that. Hey, buddy, uh, can you? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I could go down a dark, dark. I I have so many funny things I want to say right now, but I it's a family show. But apparently, uh, the people that do so, that and a lot of a lot of a lot of talk here about. Um, youth in the outdoors, Cody, and, and a lot of it, uh, about, um, college, uh, youth bass fishing, high school and college bass fishing. It is, it is taken over the fishing world, the youth movement as far as, you know, when I was, when I started out, I had a buddy in high school and we would fish a couple tournaments, my buddy, old cannon, we would fish a few tournaments and it was not. 
it wasn't like the cool thing to do in high school. People had no clue that on Saturday we were going to fish a bass tournament. And if they did, it wasn't like, wow, that's amazing. Now, there are kids I heard, I heard on a podcast the other day that somebody received a a sponsorship request for like $40,000 from a high school championship team a sponsorship request, a $40,000 sponsorship request from a company from a high school championship team, you know, like it's, Hmm. it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's taken over. It's the cool thing to do. I mean, if you can get it more power to you, but at the same time, it's, it's not like the old days of bass fishing where you knew the old guys because they had been beating your butt for 20 years and you had to just you know if you could beat them in a tournament it was almost like winning you know well, and you, you could beat the old timer yeah and you idolized guys like you know lonnie stanley and those guys that were i mean the icons of the industry and yeah. i don't even know if a lot of the young guys even even know who they are I, it's I, I, unbelievable well, I, and i feel that there's Maybe that's just how every generation feels, right? When they get older is I kind of feel like I wish that a lot of these high school or college folks would almost need to take like a, like a history class on the old, you know, where it came from, how it originated those old timers, you know, Lonnie Stanley building his first house with the, winnings from his first Bassmaster event, you know, Bassmaster Open on Lake Sam Rayburn took that money and built his house that he lived in. You know? All those years. All those years. All those years. And they know Stanley. They know Stanley, but they don't know what Stanley means. Yeah. And so, and there's so many of those stories. So yeah. I mean the is, the entire fishing is. industry was well, built and on you, that. You grew up kind of knowing some of that stuff you were you were given the uh, i mean that was kind of some of the stuff that you heard about bassmaster university and gary white and those kind of things those were those were big deals in the day and mike iconelli went in his first tournament yeah maybe i should just put together a high school course that um high school college anglers should have to man that should be required to go through that'd be a great video for you to do is put together some of those legends and huh. just talk, well, talk well, about that back a little in bit. Time. Anyway, let's take so, a break, but I want to tell you about a sponsor of mine as well as a sponsor of the show, Altrua HealthShare. I have my family covered by Altrua HealthShare. I would not do it any other way. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options that can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account and eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how simple it is. Go see how much you can save by going to myshare.org. You can save some money by going to myshare.org slash Cody. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we got all your favorite segments left. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365. 
at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone here in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone. We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass post your shopping pictures on facebook the outdoor zone the outdoor zone on facebook and all of our stuff is at the outdoor zone.com 24 you know everybody needs uh at some point they need to have their vehicle repaired and last week there was a little shimmy and a little shaking going on with the wife's durango i took it into sun automotive Man, they called me. They fought for the extended warranty, and they, I said, how much is it going to be? I was a little worried. Sir, you can come pick it up. We took care of it. We, we, we got it fixed on your extended warranty. Man, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair shop, and it's uh, maintenance you know, since 1978. You know, We use our friends at Sun Auto for almost everything, at least I do, and each and every person at Sun Auto, you know, they work hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. We want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. All right, you ready to visit them? Well, they have locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, or it might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620 if you go to sunautoservice.com, you can see all their locations, even outside of Central Texas. Go ready to visit them? Hey, man, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go join them at sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time for our News of the Weird segment. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, today's story's out of Leeds, Alabama. A man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, stripped down to his birthday suit, and plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store. The ordeal happened Thursday night in front of shocked shoppers in the town just outside Birmingham, Leeds Police Paul Irwin said. The 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood underneath a waterfall. He let the, left the water to yell at two officers, then dove back into the aquarium. <laughs> the man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below when police apprehended him. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, criminal mischief. The man was in the water for about five minutes before the officers arrived. And there were people. I would like to note that 
I have stayed at the in the parking lot of the Leeds, Alabama Bass Pro Shops, and I was not there that <laughs> evening. I was not there on Thursday to be, take my bath. He he I just wanted to run with the peacock bass. Oh, that's in the aquarium oh, over there. No, go it, we're not gonna go there. Did, huh? Okay. Did you guys hear? This is not the first time that somebody, I mean, people I seem to do this. Do you this. think there was alcohol and drugs yeah, involved in this? Do you think? No, it's mostly, it's usually just kids trying to get their TikTok uh, moment. Well, but this, this guy, a... I think he, I think he was, uh, I think he might've been sipping a little. <laughs> a little moonshine. A little something, something. something. <laughs> Grandpa's cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys hear, I, I was, uh reading about the um offshore windmills that they were doing outside of Massachusetts there's been a lot of talk about trying to build these wind farms off the coast right and on Tuesday last week they had a big test on some of their wind farms off the coast of Massachusetts and then on Wednesday the company that was doing it canceled the project what yeah they did the test on tuesday and then they started canceling and so it's just at one another one of the uh, another of the latest moves where this whole electric wind farm solar thing is starting to show up and uh and then i heard that hertz had bought like hundreds of tesla vehicles mm -hmm. but they can't get anybody to rent them Nobody wants them to rent them. And so now they're selling their whole fleet of electric vehicles. If you need a Tesla, if you want to buy a Tesla, you can buy one from Hertz. They're selling all their electric vehicles. And they just said, hey, we're in the business to make money and we can't get these rented. So I wonder if you have to bring them back fully charged. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I just don't know how that works. And then... I was watching uh, one of my YouTube channels where these guys fix up airplanes and buy used airplanes. And uh, this guy drove, pulled a trailer behind a Ford Lightning, that Ford electric truck. Yep. And they pulled it out and they, and it took them X like hours longer because they had to stop and charge, stop and charge, stop and charge. And then they loaded this old plane on the trailer and hauled it back. And it took them like 24 hours when it should have took them been a four hour drive or six hour drive or something. It just took them forever. Cause they had to keep stopping and charging, stopping and charging. Oh man. I guess if you have a trailer, wonder if you have to unhook the trailer to pull up to one of those charging stations. So you gotta have a place to park oh, your trailer. You imagine the hassle of that. Unhook your trailer, hook up to the charging station, go back, hook up to your trailer. Again, carry it, on for another 30 minutes, you know, it has a charging station. <laughs> it has its place, but it's not in that sure. world, you know, where, I, well, I think, uh, the, the regular commute to work that my wife takes is nine miles. The and, Tesla, uh, the Tesla truck is out now. Well, of course, and it does truck. not look like a truck. That dude, that thing is bad out. It is incredible. I know I told People you already. People say that, but man, it just 
Hey, I if you understand. get a, I gotta get a piece of plywood in there. You get a seven thousand pound vehicle to go zero to sixty in two point three seconds. That that's that's what I keep hearing. But what's the and point? you can shoot it. You can. We've got all these videos of people unloading, you know, forty five caliber Tommy guns into it. You know, Joe Rogan shot a ninety pound, you know, big old broadhead into it, just smashed it and didn't just didn't even leave a dink on it. And you know, it it's really impressive. As but what's far the as, point? It's a beast. If you I can, know, but I like, mean... if somebody's shooting at you, and <laughs> and you run out of electricity sixty miles away, I think that's more dangerous than if somebody's shooting at me and I can gun it and drive for the next four and a half hours. You wouldn't want to do the. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do the whole O.J. Simpson drive across. You know that whole. thing. I'm just saying. I mean, if if crap hits the fan and I'm trying to get away, like I like not, the idea of going four and a half hours. No, before we call. I you, we call. Time, just, they could call timeouts. They're just like timeout. Electric charge. Timeout. Charging just, break. break. Charge break. I just can't figure out how you utilize it. I know uh, your brother and our youngest has tri customs, and they're doing all kinds of custom work on those new trucks. And I just don't. I don't. I don't get the whole thing. I mean, they're cool looking, but if I buy a truck, I want to load it up with some stuff and make some money. I guess it's just people don't have to have it for that. And they're going to put like a picnic basket in the back and go to. Well, you know, there's a whole class of people around here that have a truck that don't use it for that. They won't even load anything in the back because they may scratch the bed or something. I almost feel like going up and putting a big old scratch in some of those beds just to say, hey, now you can use it. It's broke in. Now you can Man. use it. Have they Have they come out? Have you seen anything, Cody? Like, okay, I get the electric bikes. I get the electric bicycles where you're doing, you can go up into the mountains and stuff. I get some of that. But have you seen like bass boats or anything like that? They came out with them even, a couple of years ago, but they no. yeah they're coming out with them, but they don't have the horsepower that you know that a four stroke you know they switched to all four strokes now. You can't buy a two stroke outboard engine anymore. They're all four stroke mm-hmm. uh, for a bass boat, and I mean the fuel efficiency on that though, I could fill up my bass boat and run two days on a full tank of fuel all over the lake, wherever I want to go at 60, 70 miles an hour. So to answer your question, TJ, nobody, it's not about the convenience of it and what it's for. It was supposed to be about, you know, the whole thing of the green planet. And I don't think everybody's buying that anymore. Well, uh, well, I don't think you can, if you look at real reality of, lithium and the and, quantities of lithium and, and where the, the charging comes from where does that electricity come from right yeah uh, and where does the electricity are. come from and the lithium for the batteries and the environmental destruction of the batteries upon you know it just it's think, not it's just like it's just like the idea of diesel engines having to have the exhaust uh def fluid which basically reduces the exhaust and then you look at these plastic jugs, you know, that are petroleum products 
that we have to dump into the exhaust exactly. just to keep the exhaust down <laughs> and the lost fuel efficiency. By the time all that goes into play, dude, it's far more destructive to have def fluid in your diesel pickup truck, I, I assure you, than it would be just to run them like we have been. Now, you got bad players in the game that have made those trucks smoke to, to look cool, which is... Rolling coal, baby. Rolling coal, man. Hurts us all. Hey, <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah, it's not you too go, bad. Those guys go buy a bunch of guys on bicycles and tell me how you tell me how you sleep at night, TJ. <laughs> how do uh, you sleep at on night? my side? But uh, no, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> kind of a weird. This is Granny and I were looking for a mattress not long ago, and we spent hours online reading reviews, and then we walked into our friend uh, Steve Fry's factory mattress. And we thought we knew exactly what we wanted and they had the, uh, but then they showed us the right fit sleep mapping technology where you lay down and they, they have these computers and they tell you where you're, what spots you need to lay on and how you'd like to do sleep and all that stuff. And, and then they tell you the exact mattress that fits your sleep needs and it's time to shop smarter, not harder with science back sleep solutions at factory mattress. And so don't miss their sales on their temper pedic going on right now. Factory mattress makes it easy to save money and you're back with free delivery setup and removal of the old mattress. And for a limited time, you can get a free adjustable base on select premium mattresses. Get the right bed now during the sale going on at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. Factorymattress.com to find a location near you. Factorymattress.com to find a location near you. Game Warden Field Notes up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack. We got the pot belly stove rolling right now. Make sure it's warm in there. Uh, hey, Keystone Bank, experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members and family and families and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. You know who you're banking with, you know who you're taking your loan out with, and you know who to talk to. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime, I can travel and use get all my bank and done while I'm traveling, just sitting right here at my laptop. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. How about that new one over there at 13715 East Ladera Drive Boulevard in B Caves or 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all their information. Keystone.bank for all their information. Keystone Bank, where local 
matters. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Last month, the local family notified the Bowie County Sheriff's Office of an elderly family member who did not return home from a doctor's appointment and had been missing for 24 hours during that time. Temperatures dropped into the 30s. Assisting with the search, a game warden captain received a call from a farm about 16 miles off course of the individual's original destination. A ranch hand had notified him of a vehicle on the property that was stuck in the mud and abandoned. The captain notified the sheriff's office, refocusing their search efforts on the 3,000-acre farm. A Texas Parks and Wildlife K-9 unit and drone arrived to assist in the search, but were unsuccessful in locating the individual. The search expanded to include an EMS helicopter and a group of a group ground crew utilizing ATVs on the farm trails. The helicopter searched ahead of the ATVs and spotted a figure on the trail. The warden, along with the farmhand, followed the coordinates to the area, spotting the individual lying on the trail between the field and the river. As the warden and ranch hand bent down to take a pulse, the individual moved. Immediately, they delivered first aid and covered him with their jackets. With warmth from the farmhands, the individual gained with warmth from the farmhands, the individual gained his senses. He began taking talking and drinking water, the team successfully transported the individual to a nearby road where the EMS helicopter waited to fly the individual to emergency care. Despite missing and freezing temperatures for 48 hours, he is expected to make a full recovery. Cody, did you take that, notes there? Did you take notes? Why? Oh, you may have to do this someday. No. So if I get lost at the <laughs> yeah. farm. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Hey, uh, shout out. So this got me thinking, shout out to our KOZ groups around the country, kids outdoor zone groups around the country, men training boys and outdoor skills, South Abbotsford church. I just saw a post by South Abbotsford church in Canada. Hmm. They're doing KOZ yesterday, Saturday morning said it was 14 Celsius. The wind brought it down to 20 Celsius. What does that mean? Negative, Wait, negative. Wind- 20 Celsius. That's in battery. Say. Battery. Negative oh. 20 Celsius. And the theme was survival. And they had the boys outside in that teaching them survival skills. Wow. So you, I think, I think that would be they, every, every boy out there needs to do the history of bass fishing and a winter survival class and have frostbite. Somewhere. <laughs> learn how to if deal you, with it these guys don't even think about that i mean they no, they I think know. about it but they know how to do it they hey, just put on their they show up in shorts kiwi if you let them those boys gear and get after it man Ki- kiwi gear i don't think it's kiwi kiwi, kiwi. 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 hey something that uh goes along with the game word field notes and something <clears throat> tj you've experienced 
I thought was interesting that being uh, lost and wandering around, <laughs> well, naked, I mean, and then going swimming. It's a little bit, a, a little bit different. But you said we weren't going to talk about that. Uh, the meat eater posted something. I'm sure they'll probably talk about it on their podcast this week. But a uh, podcast listener of theirs from Kentucky sent in some uh, pictures of a pile of deer that had been dumped on their ranch. Oh my. And I mean, like a pile TJ had an incident where there was some deer remains and hog that was dumped on his place. And he set up game cameras. Well, this person set up game cameras as well in Kentucky come to find out it was the, uh, piled up on his property, set a trail can figure out what was happening. You'll see is the highway cleanup crew of inmates. From the local county jail that had oh they were just cleaning up find the them and dumping them over there they had a trailer it was the uh let's see here this picture todd county detention center van pulling a trailer <laughs> full of dead car of carcasses that had been hit on the side of the highway and had dumped them on the side of or dumped them at this guy's ranch and he had hidden cameras you know set up but caught the whole van so it's a bunch of inmates get out and unload all these <laughs> going carcasses jail. on this guy's ranch yeah. yeah yeah what are you gonna do to those guys <laughs> i thought you were gonna say the inmates were whacking them you know no no they <laughs> were just there. cleaning up the highway but i couldn't believe how many had been hit on the highway i mean by the pile they got on that i mean how far are they gone i mean i wonder how many of them cut out the back straps and snuck <laughs> them back into the jail and sold backstrap steaks for cooked on a Tin can made out of and fire made a grill. I don't think there's a lot of guys that are inmates that are probably thinking along those lines. Oh, dude, they're in thinking how do East I make Texas money with are. this? That's for sure. They they make stuff you just how, would not believe. How can they make how can they make moonshine out of deer carcass? That's what they're looking at. I'm sure Tell somebody too, can do probably. it. Somebody's probably done it. Man. But anyway, I thought it was so you. uh you know, you had found out, we had talked about several weeks ago, go back and listen to that show if you, if you hadn't heard it, but how TJ had a very similar incident and found out who it was and got with the game warden. And I never told that story. I don't think I told that story because my wife didn't want retaliation. Well, and it was, they were a listener. Wow. And, uh, anyway, (laughs) so yeah, there's a left Uh, turn down uh, the wrong alleyway. So, Hey, one of the things that's come up, so I'm at the Dallas Safari Club 2024 event here in Dallas. And one of the things that I've been listening to, our, my, our little KOZ booth, we're in booth 141, if you want to come by. If you listen to this show and you come by and tell me you heard about us, I'm going to give you an award of some Sticker. Kind. Or bracelet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh Sweet bracelet, uh, a gold bracelet. But one of the, the guys next to us are a, they handle um, international politics and getting animals back that people are having a hard time getting their animals back, like leopards and stuff where they, the, the documents they filled out weren't exactly right. And they said back in the day, it used to be a one pager. Now the U.S. government and these other governments have made it so difficult that now they have to, uh, and they were a nonprofit. They did it for free. They'd help you get your animal back. Now it's so difficult and so 
so much BS that they have to they have to charge now, and they have attorneys and and people all around the world that will go and make sure. So your TJ, stuff do they still have restrictions like on UPS and FedEx where they won't do that? They said they wouldn't do I it. I don't know. I don't know, but that I mean, you. Cody and I had to do it back when we had our stuff come in. We hired a company that, that you hire a third party company that just deals with importation of your animals. And ours was a little more simple in that we had ours. We went ahead and you can do it two ways. You can have the taxidermy done there or done here. And we had the taxidermy done there. So I think a more simple solution, the problem being that. You, you don't know who, you know, you're not in charge of the taxidermy. And by the way, know. by the way, Cody, Rufus, our outfitter says, hey, and oh. we, had, we had a lot of talks. He said that the orphanage where we took our meat, the lady that works there is still there. She's still doing what we were doing. And if you ever want to see the picture of Cody and, uh, and all these little orphan kids just piling up on top of him it's a just glorious picture but if y'all want to go african hunting we can sure tell you who to go with it was it was incredible all right we've got a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone coming up stick around tj is at dallas safari club international live right now beefsteak sitting in the bunkhouse isaac and i just you know hanging out it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse all your favorite segments up next Right here, live, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live 
right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And all your favorite podcast platforms. I'm TJ Graney in the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan and Beefsteak. And Isaac is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up and those guys need it today. Mm-hmm. Did you say it was it's two now, degrees colder? Yeah, it's four degrees colder than when I got here this morning. So but the, it's the theory I heard on that was when the sun's coming up, it pushes the rays as they come up over the horizon, push the cold air down for a period of time. So it's always colder right at sunrise. And it does feel it that like way. That, that would make sense. It does feel that way. So I'm at, uh, I'm it's, it's uh Dallas Safari club time. I've been here since Wednesday and, uh, man, do they have, gun, do they have guns up there? TJ in the, Dallas Safari Club. Do they not that? have guns. That would be the what gun don't they have here? <laughs> I, hey, by the way, I went and talked to the Weatherby folks. Oh, you did? Did you tell them? I did. A bougie yeah. redneck. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Right. No, I went and talked to them and had a great conversation with them. Talked to the marketing girl over there and uh, got some great input from her and just loves what we're doing with their Weatherby Vanguard. I said uh, it's rifles the, yeah. and. Bouget Thank choice. you for prompting me to do that. So it was, it did was you, great. Did you get a new round? And, did you get some 308s or anything? You can... No, they're, they're just the manufacturer. But what I do want to do is shout out to McBride's guns for always being there for us. And they're our local gun shop. When, when anybody in the central Texas area needs a firearm, you can find it at McBride's guns. You can special order, you can sell, you can buy used. Cody's got a, a shotgun that he bought as a as a young man, and he's bird hunted with it for his whole life. He's hunted with that shotgun. And um, the other thing that's really important about McBride's guns that I think sometimes folks bump into is if you have an estate, with firearms and you need to do something with the firearms. You need to get them evaluated and sell them and just get that whole thing taken care of. They can take care of that for you. McBride's guns can help you do all that stuff. They have a gunsmith on staff. If you need a uh, repairs or information on how, how a firearm, why, why it's not shooting a certain way, whatever the situation is, McBride's can help you. They are our local gun shop. They've been in the same place for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532, 472-3532, or go online at mcbridesguns.com. mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. One of the uh, couple of things that are here at the Dallas Safari Club this year, uh, there, there are some custom gun manufacturers here that have Hundred thousand dollar guns. What? Hundred thousand dollar guns. And another another small shop that has just blown up here at Dallas Safari Club is the Silencer Shop. Oh yeah, Silencer Co. and all that. Oh holy camoly! The lines out the door for people at the Silencer Shop. 
You know, I found out that if I did get one, you know, it's, it's licensed to me, right? Um, but to the firearm, I could use it on three, three or four of them that I have because it's you get the thirty, the the you know thirty the I don't know what they call it the thirty something, and it uses it will use all of those uh, those calibers. You know, ranging from the two seventy three oh eight. Yeah, all all that. You know, six point five. Blah blah blah. If you just have your mm-hmm. muzzle, if you already have it threaded, then uh, you know you can do that. You can make it happen. And I thought that was is the six point cool. five the same as the three oh eight? Uh, it looks similar. Yeah, I mean the cartridge does same. Because I keep thinking I'm using. 6.5 in my 308. <laughs> Maybe that's the no. problem. Maybe that's what's no, going no, on. No, no, no. <clears throat> okay. No, 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 no. It's you know. there's another there's another one of those point blah blah blahs, but it's not 6.5. Well, what's wrong with 6.5? I mean, okay, so it, the 270 is a neck down 30 out 6. Right. All right. And so that's a derivative. Well, I don't, of it. I don't this is mean the wrong show for us to try and figure out <laughs> any of that information whatsoever. Well, Just we, we match obviously the box have... with the side of the barrel. That's what we did that's yesterday did. in Hunter's Ed. Yeah. Match yeah. the box with and the told side them of the, the barrel. Well, and, and I even go as far as I look at the bottom of the shell before yeah. I load it. Good. And. No, seriously, I got some ammo, a box of ammo, 270 ammo, and there was a 30 out six in it. I didn't even know that. And I've tried to I put it in. I'm like, wow, this is just, it was just a hair longer. The case was, and it wouldn't quite, you could smash it in if you wanted to. And I couldn't believe that they had one of those, and it was off the shelf at a big box store. Somebody did that. Hey, what, I was going to ask at the Dallas Safari Club show, are there any uh, protesters in this 20-degree Dallas weather? <laughs> you or? know, in the in years gone past, there have been outside, but yeah. I haven't seen any, none. And yeah, one fair of the weather things, protesters. So Dallas Safari Club uh, has been here, the iconic outdoor show here in the state of Texas, the iconic hunting and fishing extravaganza. Um, they are moving to Atlanta and apparently Dallas feels like they need to tear down this whole, uh, facility, this whole convention center and similar to what Austin's talking about doing and rebuild it and build this new one. And, uh, and, and they are moving it to Atlanta. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of people going, what in the world are you doing? How Do you think you they'll come back after the new places? They're going to be no. gone. They have a five-year agreement with Atlanta where they're going to move it to Atlanta. And and folks like us, where we have plenty of, we can move around and we can be at Dallas Safari Club Atlanta. Um, but there's a whole bunch of Texas folks. There's a whole bunch of people that just want to come to Texas and eat, eat at the Wild Steakhouse and do what, what you do in Texas. Atlanta's questionable as is. I mean, well, and there and and part of the concerns are the antis in there and the and sure. the and the um crime. The sure. crime in there. I mean, people are like, I don't know that I want to go and wander around those streets in Atlanta and 
like we can do here in Dallas. And so it's a, it's a big deal that it's moving. They're going to do another, they're going to do a kind of a smaller summer show here. And I don't know that it's going to be as successful, but I guess we'll see. Well, you know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired and uh, beefsteak and cheesecake. Uh, her Durango had a little shimmy and a little shake. And, you know, it's hard to find a mechanic you can trust, so we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I think that's even older than Cody Ryan. So when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, even extended maintenance and warranty or brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road, 620. You can also go to sunautoservice.com and find the locations that are outside of Central Texas. They got them all over. So I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go sign up at sunautoservice.com. Coming up, your favorite segments, the Armed Citizens Report, Peter Report, all that more. See. Outdoor Zone, we are live in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Only on 102.7 ESPN. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning. Feels like 18. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> we are just talking about right, the well, weather. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Hey, track us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This segment of the show brought to you by our buddies over at uh, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Get a fast start without the fast talk to the new year during the start something new of sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They have the 2024 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cabs with total savings of over $14,000. That's a price lower than our competition. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. You have Nile Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal and we'll beat it. Head to Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. (laughs) 
They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Beefsteak's best buddy, Mark Zuckerberg, is <laughs> now creating is. a little bit of a, uh, a tiff with the PETA crowd. They... Uh, they got really upset when he was talking recently uh, on his social media. It says Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg recently shared the news of his latest project, and it instantly took the world by surprise. Zuckerberg, 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 the- in an Instagram post, revealed that he is raising cattle at Koala Koala Ranch in Kauai. To produce the highest quality beef in the world. Oh, yeah. Further giving a sneak peek into the project, the billionaire stated that the cattle are being fed macadamia nuts and beer every day (laughs) that's being grown and produced on the ranch. He said, starting raising cattle at Koalawa, Koula Ranch in Kauai, and my goal is to create some of the highest quality beef in the world. The cattle are Wagyu and Angus, and they're growing up eating macadamia meal and drinking beer that we grow and produce here at the ranch. We want the whole process to be local and vertically, vertically integrated. Each cow eats five to 10,000 pounds of food each year. So that's a lot of acres of macadamia nuts. And <laughs> his post on the Instagram reads, he further states that his daughter helps plant the macadamia trees and takes care of the animals. We're still in the early, we're still early in the journey, and it's fun improving on it every season. All of my projects, and this is the most delicious project I have. And but, but what made me think about this? It, besides, I just love anything that irritates Peta. Um, they. It, it talks about him and his daughter helping plant the trees. And I'm guessing they got like six cows. And this is like his daughter's like, okay, I'm going to go. Yeah, you go out. We'll plant. We'll plant. I, I think this is just like they got six cows. He's raising a couple of them. I think it's they a, got 6,000 It's a pet project. Um, no, they're not. They want it to be bigger, cows. but it is smaller. Yes, it is smaller. It's just him and his kids. They're just doing the little ffa project in the backyard zero chance they're doing an ffa project the zuckerberg is not doing ffa hey man for a year he only ate what they killed so come on you know only natural but Mm -hmm. he's also he also i'm skeptical on the on the entire thing he's still he's still in the in the camp of the elitist up there that uh you put him in the weird zone. Is that what you're saying? Mark, yeah, he's in the weird zone, man. He's like, a, there's an angle to it, is what I'm saying. There's an there angle somewhere. Hey, Mark. Um, he's not just a normal dude hanging out. Your daughter trying. is not going to want you to put the smack down on little Blackie <laughs> when it comes time to make steaks. Just don't name it. it have to be Just Blackie? don't name it. That's don't all. Or, name it. you know, little Jenny, the the. I told you the way the Wagyu cow she raised from a calf. I told you the way that the, uh, the guy that, uh, I met does it for, he has young children and they raise cows to eat. 
but instead of eating the cows they raise, when they decide to butcher one, they take one of theirs to the sale barn, sell it, and then buy one at the sale and immediately butcher that one. <laughs> you know, it's like I used to tell Dr. Buck, my buddy, he had so that a, way they're not eating their cows. He lived in a different neighborhood than us. And I would tell him, and he had some big old, and he had those uh, black deer that kind of around the Melod, lost, melanistic, melanistic yeah. deer, the big old black ones. He had a giant black buck. It was a, a white tail, but it was dark, dark, dark. And it was in, it came to his house every day. And I said, Hey, look, you come to my house and shoot my deer, the big deer I've been watching. I'll come to your house and shoot your deer. Cause I got no emotional attachment, except I want to kill that deer. Yeah, and did, it's perfect. Perfect plan. Did I ever tell you, you that my grandpa, uh, so they raised pigs, right. And farrowing houses and had pigs and they had cooked cows and, you know, it was a whole working farm that I lived on half my life. Well, he had two pigs that were born without any way to, let's see, they didn't have uh, a way to go to the bathroom. There was no exit in these pigs for some reason. And he gave them to me. Dude, where are you going? He gave them to, no, I'm just saying he gave them to me and I named them Oscar and Meyer. And we kept them and I kind of tried to help you know, he's like, okay, you, uh, you, you, you can have these as long as, and guess what? They didn't last very long, right? They had to be, <laughs> yeah, uh, they just kept getting, they had they to be exploded. smacked down. Yeah, exactly. When they started getting a little, uh, a little bloated and all that, he's like, all right, it's time to butcher them. So we pulled them in and got them up and he showed me the whole butchering project on a, with a, with a pig. That was my first experience after I named them. I think it was yeah. a good lesson. Don't don't. It name was a your good lesson. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You can. That's why you take them to the sale barn. You sell one and then immediately buy no, another one. That's a cheap way. Them. I think that's a brilliant idea. No. I thought it was good. You might have money left over. Yeah, you might make money on the deal. Yeah. Oh, I'm not pay for all the no, butchering. I'm not falling for that. You need to have that mental, be able to have that mental block where you can just say, all right, I separate the difference between the protein and the food and what's hanging there and the quote, you know, um, uh, what would you, you can do that if you factor, had to, but being that they don't have to do that, it's not required. It's not the apocalypse. There's still cell barns going on. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I early, think it's not a bad idea. Every kid needs that, that lesson in life to understand that. You they should take, they your should own take, pet. you know, there's a, there is a, a coloring book that PETA put out. I talk about it in some of my, in some of my conversations from the stage around the world. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a comic book they put out and it says your dad's a murderer Yeah, and it's all about them it's about it's an anti-hunting magazine and yeah, it goes into your dad could kill your dog could kill your cat it it's it's brutal it's brutal wow well we got to take a break after that man <laughs> order your <Woo>. coloring books <laughs> no gosh i'll tell you how you can take care of your family though let me tell you 
have them protected with Altrua HealthShare. It's how I have my family protected. And finding top quality, affordable healthcare options can be tricky for anybody. Those who are self-employed, entrepreneurs, sportsmen alike. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance required to tell you that. However, it offers a powerful alternative to those traditional insurances with skyrocketing cost. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account and then medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It literally is that easy. Members can see almost any provider or facility. I've not had to change doctors or anything. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. We literally save thousands of dollars a month. MyShare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Boom. Welcome back, regulators. Thanks for listening to the Outdoor Zone. Hey, track us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can listen to, I was talking to some guys the other day, and they are saying, man, we love being able to listen to all the back podcast and they can you can go for hours listen to the outdoor zone so tune in days days it's uh go to the outdoorzone.com and find your favorite podcast platform on there and track us hey you can also uh you can also do your banking with the the bank of choice by the outdoor zone guys the keystone bank Join the bank of choice for the Outdoor Zone guys and Austin community members, families, entrepreneurs. That's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. You know who your bankers are. You get to talk to them. You, you create a relationship with them. They live in your neighborhood. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I can travel anywhere and do my banking right from my laptop or my phone. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, you just visit one of their locations in person. They got the newest one, the headquarters at 13715 East Ladera Boulevard in Bee Caves, 13715 East Ladera, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to their website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A jewelry store owner gets into a gunfight with two robbers who decide running away is better. In a recent incident in Oakland's 
Fruitvale District. The owner of MSM Jewelry engaged in a gunfight with armed robbers. This event occurred on Monday morning, was part of a surge in violent crimes in the area. The store owner, depending, defending his business, exchanged gunfire with the intruders, captured on security footage. Fortunately, no injuries were reported at the store, although the owner believes he may have wounded one of the assailants. The increase in armed robberies has alarmed local business owners, prompting calls for an emergency meeting with city officials and law enforcement. Oakland City Councilman Nolan Noel Gallo acknowledges the severity of the situation and supports increased police presence and violence prevention efforts. Despite these measures, the area remains a hotspot for crime, leading Gallo to Gallo to propose declaring a state of emergency. Hmm. And so this this whole thing, this is like the chickens coming home to roost, right? Uh, Yes. Then there was another little report I read. It said business owners have had enough in Oakland. In September, Target announced it would close nine stores in four states, including Oakland, because of organized retail theft. The famed Vietnamese restaurant La Cheval shut its doors after 38 years, partly blaming car break-ins and other criminal activity for depressing its business. And more than 200 business owners staged an hour-long strike to protest the rise in crime. The leadership of the local NAACP made headlines this summer when it said Oakland was seeing a heyday for criminals and pointed to the area's failed leadership and movement to defund the police. Hmm. So it all comes back is what you're saying. The mayor and a bunch of the city council people are now going, oh, oh, yeah, 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 we need more police. And after they've been this whole anti-police and defund police, and this has been their whole deal forever, or at least since the the riots during the... What did I hear now that they are, excuse me, uh, did y'all hear something about them hiring illegals? Yeah. To to uh be the police officers. Yes. And they're issued a firearm just during their just during their uh while while they're on. Yeah. While while they're they're on duty. Yeah. They're gonna hire illegals in these states now. Because nobody wants to be a an police officer in that city or in that area. Yeah. They don't want to Well, they defunded them, treated them like crap for all those years. And you know, ran the good guys out and now they have no, they don't, they can't find enough people to fill those voids. They got rid of the good guys. You know, how can they, how can they hire illegals? I I think the real deal is that it's people that are what they call dreamers. You know, the ones that came in as early dreamed of coming to, Sure. To, uh, they dream of being Oakland to be a cop. <laughs> and so if, they've been here for only a long I could time, be in California. but they aren't actually. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's the illegals, not the, not the new ones, not the new ones. No, it's not yeah, like they're fresh stuck. over the border and they're going, Hey, come over here. Don't they star? Well, know, I mean, they're handing them a check. Policia. There's a guy. They got, they, they got a guy. They were doing a, uh, 
show with a guy that's been conning the system. He's gone back like four times, back and forth across the border and getting his two thousand dollars like eight grand in a month by just yeah. crossing the border and getting his two thousand dollar check from the US. Oh man. I I you love the think, guys that came over. Huh? Abbott put on a bus and you know, they have a choice of where they're going. They're like, Hey, this bus is going to going to uh, you know, Chicago. And they get to, you know, they have a choice, right? So they put them on yeah. bus. Can you imagine waking up today in Chicago? They're like, what did I do? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's we minus. We were just joking around. They're closing down parts of the airport now. Oh, yeah. They're stationing them at the there. airport and schools. And now I guess they're becoming police officers. <laughs> That's protect. one way. Protect and serve, yeah. and here's protect a gun. And serve while you're on duty, but then you got to put it away. Then you got to yeah. put it away, and you're not supposed to be here anyway. And, we're, and by the <laughs> way, country, you're breaking you the law. You're breaking the law, but since you're here, we want you to protect the law. How much sense does that make? Think about that. Well, you they're scram. You while scramble. you're breaking the law, we want you to protect and serve and. And obey the law. Obey the law. Or, or have others obey the law while you're breaking it. Wow, that's a conundrum right there. Isn't that something? I think we just figured it out. Right here on this little show. We just figured it all out. Well, if they would have just asked us, we could have told them like two years ago. <laughs> uh, we did, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, we go back we and listen to uh episode three zero to election results nine. oh yeah oh i can tell oh. you i could probably get i could probably get i could probably get i could go to the dallas safari club convention that i'm at right now i could probably make my way over to the convention center walk down the aisles pick 12 people to run the country that would do a hundred and ten percent better. They would stay awake. That would they do a hundred and ten percent better than what's going on right now? Just randomly picking people. Uh, you know, your your first aisles. question would be, uh, "Do you know where you are?" That's question number one. <laughs> <laughs> do you you know what time do it you is? Spend sixty percent of your oh, life on all vacation. Right, step over here. Okay, you're okay. All right. Well, I don't. That's. So anyway, Doug, Dallas Safari Club, yeah, still a lot right. of a lot of hunts available out there. A lot of people hunting. A lot of uh, next weekend is the last one for extended season. For getting that it's black powder, I think it's uh, in it, Cody, in it in our county, isn't it just black powder or something? It's uh, I, muzzle, muzzle loader only. There's something like that. Black powder mm, is that muzzle, the same thing as muzzle loader? Yes, yes, it is the same thing. It used to be. But it's it's not well. Anymore. The muzzle loader, the muzzle loaders that are out there now have scopes on them, and you can shoot 100, <laughs> 150 yards. And Those pretty, old fifty caliber, you know, slugs, right? Man. Yeah, you put a slug in and a cartridge. You just put and them in course, two different pieces. Of course, now we're seeing the big the big deer back. It's like really. They so know. it's funny. I checked my cameras last night after uh, for the first time since the last week of deer season here at the farm here at my house i checked them last night and i had the big deer coming at dark of course yeah and then 
the last day of deer season, something had knocked one of my cameras down. And so I had 1,562 pictures of the grass, you know, moving. Like, yeah. Just smack. <laughs> it, it was just straight down into the grass. And, uh, so I have no idea if the big deer been coming or not. I have not seen them in daylight. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Oh, or the two cows that wander over there. And <laughs> yeah, eat all the deer. All your cows. Yeah, guaranteed. No. Well, put up but some I did have to get prepared there. for this winter blast. This this bothers me. I wanted to ask you guys before we got a bail. I wanted to ask you guys, and maybe this is uh, something for the next topic. What are your thoughts? This drives me crazy when it comes to weather. And we talk about, uh, you know, we got to deal with weather in, the, in, in everything we do, the outdoors, right? When it says feels like, temperature versus whatever the temperature is ixnay whatever the temperature is it should be what it feels like is what they report right what's the difference what i mean why is there a difference oh because (laughs) if you've ever lived up in central illinois you would know what the difference is because when the wind starts blowing and there is either humidity or not humidity it feels like it's cutting through you like it's I understand. Colder. So that should be the temperature. It shouldn't be. Well, this is actually the temperature. And who is the feels like because it's what it feels how, like how is what it actually call. is. How would you keep records though? I mean, how that, that would all change. It's just whatever the temperature is, it is. And that, that's, that's right. It. And it whatever the temperature feels like it is, is what it is. And is it? Is it's it, not some arbitrary number. If the wind wasn't to blow, this is what it would be. That doesn't it, make any sense like to the, me. Is it like the gopher that comes out to see a shadow? That there's some person or some creature that is the determining factor decider. It's like, well, I know the thermostat says thirty, but it feels like twenty-two. <laughs> so hey, all weather stations, just so you know. Uh, my judgment today is 22. Oh, right. Hey, take a nap uh, <laughs> on your factory mattress, TJ. Oh, yeah, you know, factory mattress. And uh, I would do that. If I was if I was close to the house, I'd be thinking about <laughs> that right now. And Mrs. Graney and I looked. Man, we researched for our factory mattress. We researched for a mattress, and we made our way over to factory mattress. And they showed us the right fit sleep mapping technology. We got on there and they told us what mattress would be best for us. And we picked that mattress and they were right. It would it made all the difference in the world. Science backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. And they'll save they'll help you save money too. And not only will they help you save money when you get your mattress, but they'll help you with free delivery, setup, and removal of that old one, which is always a pain. Is getting rid of the old mattress, but they'll take it with them when they after they set up your new one. Get the right bed now at the sale going on at Factory Mattress, where they have sleep down to a science. You can find Factory Mattress stores all over Central Texas. FactoryMattressTexas.com. FactoryMattressTexas.com. All right, we'll wrap this whole thing up. Throwing zingers at you. Two at a time. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
Amarillo by morning Up from San Antonio This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show The Outdoor Zone All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train up the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row. Stand and fight. Give to the Kids Outdoor Zone. Land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. KOZ, no kid left inside and hey before we get too far down the road i just want to say thanks to the dallas safari club um all the folks over there have been so kind and generous to kids outdoor zone koz and um, love working with them and if you uh one of the things that they have started doing is they've started chapters now across the country there's dallas safari cap chapters in different parts of the country and if you're looking for a, a great event to go to, go to one of their events, one of their dinners, support Dallas Safari Club. They are uh, they are a force in the fight against the antis and, and uh, they participate in supporting getting the youth into the outdoors and training up the next generation. And uh, we're just honored to be working with them and look forward to our groups around the country, the Kids Outdoor Zone groups around the country, working with the Dallas Safari Club chapters around the country. You know, what I like about them is they don't ride down the right or they don't ride down the left. It's like just in the center of truth. Just the, They just follow that, that road of truth about how things operate in the outdoors, about people and hunting and wildlife, and it just... They, they don't care what everybody is saying. They stay right down the middle of that road of truth and just keep going. Okay. This is something, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, that uh, came up and we've talked about before when they were trying to decide. In Louisiana, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, has ha- is scheduling three hearings this month to receive public input on the proposed first black bear hunting season mm-hmm. in Louisiana. And we talked about when they had the idea that uh, they call it the iconic teddy bear in December, uh, established the season for the iconic teddy bear, yes. which I thought was an absolutely terrible what? idea. <laughs> oh, I love not, it. not the bear hunt, but, but to call it teddy that whole Teddy thing and bringing that in, it's totally anti, you know, trying to name, name your food source. Right. Yeah. But uh, the whole this, backstory to that and how te- the Teddy, how the Teddy bear got its, you know, name oh, from, did you, Teddy did you really push that go button on him? Oh, my oh goodness. here we go. <laughs> we don't have enough don't. time. I could, I could do my iteration for you of what I talk about in uh, Hunter's Ed. Oh, I just love the idea that they're starting to recognize the black bear as a, a potential hunting opportunity for some folks. And, and in the state of Texas, too. There's going to be 10 to... adult bears can be killed in December 2024, apparently. Of course, my my thought is this is probably going to – I would be surprised if this makes it all the way through the year and actually comes to fruition. 
that the residents Why? of Louisiana will have a t- hunting season for bear. Well, obviously, oh, if Come there's, on now. How y'all all down there? If there is we a hunting season. Now, wait a minute, Cody. If there's a hunting season or they're bringing it up, that means they have an abundance of them. Right? There's, right. I mean, it's not like, oh, we got 10 of them in the state, so we're going to go, hey, let's make some money and let's you know, set up a shoot and all that. That's not it. So, so yeah, I still don't think it's going to make it all the way through. They've never had it. It's not of the area, right? It's not it's not something that the area is used to that goes unspoken about. Now it's being brought up and it's to well, the forefront, so it doing, gives those anti something to latch on to. All they're doing is making it legal. Yeah, and regulate. Oh, yeah, and, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna regulate. You know, that's they how they regulate east, it, right? East over exactly. there, exactly. Yeah, it used to be East Texas. <laughs> so, uh, right? Hey, you brought it up. No, I did not bring it up, the, hey, Ryan, On the it record, used to be East Texas, really. <laughs> one of the things that I really would like to do is for us. There's a couple of things on the list: python, uh, going to Florida and killing some snakes. Uh, I'd love to do an alligator, a big alligator hunt. Uh, get some um, boots. Yeah, we ought to be looking into to that. And uh, is there anything else that you guys can think of that we ought to be talking about here on the show and trying to get somebody to invite us to come do? <laughs> oh, trophy uh, archery elk. <laughs> and That's a personal invite, right mule there. Deer hunt. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna ask for it, I mean, I was thinking a little different no but that, i thought but okay. you said lionfish off the coast of florida and that was Spear the fishing. third one is okay. the lionfish I, and i and i saw him when i was in mexico on an island in mexico with mrs granny i saw one and i swam back got my spear gun and came back and it was gone and it couldn't be found but i i would love to do the lionfish the boa python boa or whatever and uh and an alligator the alligator. So if I'm out, all that done, I'm out on those first two. That would be awesome, I think. No, we need to have Cody Ryan scared to death sitting on the airboat going through I the got at no midnight need to wrangle a slithery snake that is twice the size I am. I'll tell you the one thing I wouldn't have you any interest in. You can make it into in, camo coveralls. <laughs> let, let me tell you what, I wouldn't have any interest in doing that noodling stuff. I just don't, That that's just not me. I just, nah, I don't, I have no. I don't want to get stuck underwater, dude. Huh? It kind of seems like you. It we does talk, seem we like talk, you. You're noodling, right. Uh, noodling Lo- Louis? No. Lewis, yeah. Lewis. Yeah, noodling Lewis. Talking. I figured yeah, we, that would probably stir him probably up. probably listening to the show right I know, now. it'll stir him up. He's like, hey, beefsteak, let's go out, man. All you got to do is stick your arm. There's a little lady doing it. He tried calling it. in a while back when we were having all those issues with the wires. He tried calling back. I told him we need to schedule oh, when time. We, when we put the wheels back on the bunkhouse and moved I don't it? think he's noodling yeah. anymore. Nah, Why water's do you cold. say that? Hey, beefsteak, <laughs> let us know what you got going on oh, over man. there. Okay, Give here us some we go. advice for the week. The foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man, it grows under his feet. So, beefsteak says grow your own. Grow your own happiness right under your feet. Don't look no. at it in the distance. Grow your own. Grow your own. Grow your own happiness. Yeah, dude. Beef dude, steaks out. Everybody happy, dude. Beef steaks out, man. Okay. See ya. Grow your own, Grow bro. your own happiness, man. Okay. 
Hey, there's Noodlin Lewis. He said he's listening. Oh, okay. Is he inviting us to go? Is Isaiah 12.2. Isaiah 12.2. God is indeed my salvation. I will trust and won't be afraid. Yeah, the Lord is my strength and my shield. He has become my salvation. And uh, we're going to live it, love it, learn it. Amen. Same place, same time next week. Close us out, TJ. All right, this week, folks, want to encourage you to go outside, take a kid with you, go to the park, take take them to the lake, to the ranch, check out the birds, the trees, heck, go fishing, go hunting. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoors. We're headed to church. Want to encourage you to visit a good Bible-based church in your community. After all, it belongs to it all belongs to him anyway. If you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church or get a boy mentored in the outdoors, check out kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. You can also donate land, vehicles, money to the program, fully tax deductible. Help us with no kid left inside. Donate at kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, from Cody Ryan, B steak our wranglers and ranch hands isaiah and myself isaac isaac and myself tj granny god bless and, and isaiah and isaiah that's right uh ranch hands regulators let's mount up I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I can plow a field all day long. I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn. Make our own whiskey and our own smoke, too, ain't too many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those women old boys raised on shotguns From the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive 
country folks can survive.